This is episode 24. This episode was recorded on July 21st, 2019 at the Molcajete Dominguero in LA. You'll meet the co-founders of Molcajete Dominguero and also learn the stories of a few different vendors on that day. I hope you enjoy it. Hello, everyone, and thank you for listening to another episode of Relate and Elevate. Today, I am at the Molcajete de Dominguero in L.A. I'm so excited because it's my first time over here. You know, I've been to the ones in San Francisco because, you know, I live over there in the Bay Area. But I'm so excited to be, to, uh, to be over here in L.A. and meet some of the vendors that I've been following on Instagram for a while now. And so I'm actually going to get a few people to come on here and share their experience and, and share their stories and how they've benefited from being part of the Molcajete Dominguero. So I hope you enjoy this episode. And I love that we could be like out here. Hanging out. Hanging yeah. out. Having a michelada. Sí, a huevo. Yeah. I'm sorry, can we cuss? <laughs> Whatever you like. Okay, pues, perfecto. So, I really appreciate you taking the time and having me here. I love it. I've been a Molcajete Dominguero fan, living up in San Francisco Bay Area for the past couple years, and I was so excited when you all came to San Francisco, and I finally get to make it here en vivo, en persona. Sí, <laughs> ya sé, bienvenida. Gracias. Can you just explain about a little bit about how it's been the past few years? And maybe, maybe share about the future, what your hopes are. Because I know that a lot of people see what, such, or at least I can see, the huge positive impact that you've had in the Latino community and the Latino economy here in LA and also in the Bay Area. Wow, me vas a hacer llorar. Oh, no. <laughs> wow, that sounds, that's like, that is the best intro I've ever had. Oh. <laughs> o sea, no manches, que, que padre. Este, bueno, my, my name is Luis Octavio, and I'm one of the co-founders of Molcajete Dominguero, along with my uh, other half, Gladys Vasquez from G Soto Designs. Y este, well, listen, we started Molcajete Dominguero two years ago um, with this idea of why are we waiting for Dia de los Muertos to see all these amazing brands in one place? Why is there a season? We're yeah. not a season. No. O sea, somos year round. ¿Sí me yeah. entiendes? O sea, tenemos. Si, te, si podemos tener quinceañeras un jueves o un domingo, why do we have to wait for a season, right? Yeah. So, the idea behind Molcajete Dominguero was let's put together an event that happens on a monthly basis. And the reason why we said monthly, not because we didn't want to have it every weekend, but because um, Gladys and I both had full time jobs at the time. And we could not commit to more than just that, no? Yeah. Una vez al mes. And, and we started Molcajete Dominguero, but the, 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 the key to all of this is that we treated Molcajete Dominguero as a brand. Yeah. 
We treated Margarita Dominguero with respect and with the idea that it was going to grow. Because what I told Gladys was, hey, listen, hacer un evento por hacer un evento, no más no. And if we're going to do this, we're going to do this because we know that one day we are going to be the Fiesta Broadway, the Calle Ocho of Latinx millennials and of this new rising community. And when I say new, I don't mean us as a whole community new because we're not new, but to this term Latinx, yeah. right? Yeah. So to this term of um, revitalization, to this term of let's grab our, our culture, let's grab our ideas and, and bring them up to speed without really losing them. Because otherwise, we'll lose them completely, right? So, so that's what we that's what we set out to do. And from the very beginning, we said, okay, vamos a tener un logo. We're gonna have a tagline. There's gotta be a reason for this. There's gotta be a reason for that. And uh, I don't think anything was left to chance. I think we were very meticulous about how we were gonna plan this and how we were gonna do it. And mira, hoy por hoy, dos años. And we started with 35 brands. The first year, we outgrew four different venues. And we are now sitting here at Plaza La Alameda, um, in La Michelada Garden, aquí con Don Chente. And it's just amazing to see all these amazing people, all these amazing brands. Yes. Yeah, and like I said, I've been following you since you just you started up, me living in the Bay Area and be like, oh my God, I could see what an impact to see that you're outgrowing venues, to see that you're outgrowing cities <laughs> and going to Northern California. I, you tried Imperial Empire. Maybe it worked, maybe it didn't, but that's exactly what you need to do when you have a brand. And claro. Like you said, um, ser intencional, right? Claro. Being intentional. That's what marketing is all about, is figuring it out with intention. And, and, and getting an outcome. What outcome do you want from it? Absolutely. Yeah, y sabes que, mira, somos humanos. Gladys y yo somos humanos, la cagamos. And we are human, o sea, somos como cualquier otra persona, la verdad. Um, I think that one of the things that we try así al 100% hacer is treat everybody the same. Yeah. Regardless of how many followers you have. A mí me valen tus, tus followers. No. Y, y no porque tengas más followers se te va a dar un tratamiento especial, no. Porque la realidad de la situación es de que, ok, puedes tener 10,000, 100,000 seguidores, lo que tú quieras, ¿no? But are they all here in L.A.? Are they all in San Francisco? Yeah. Do they all live within a certain mile radius that they're going to come to the event? No, a lo mejor no. Eh, pero lo, lo bonito de todo esto es que if we all treat everyone the same with the same respect that we want to be treated with, that gets reciprocated. Yes. And, and people you're start seeing that. community that way. Claro. Not a hierarchy. Exactamente. Exactamente. And that's how corporations and companies get built at a hierarchical level. Claro. You're building a community, and, and that's why there's so much impact. Like you said, it gets reciprocated. Claro. And, and it's, we're in cycle mode, in circles, <laughs> instead of a hierarchy pyramid, right? Claro. Um, I just really hope that other people can see, and I hope you can see as well, like, that the, the magic that you've been able to share with all of us. Ay, pues muchas gracias. Mira, a veces es muy difícil. And what I think people don't understand, too, is, wait, being an entrepreneur, 
no es fácil. No. O sea, no es para todos. And, you know, it's difficult. It's difficult at times. Hay veces que you want to be like, ¿sabes qué ya? A la chingada. Let's just throw the, the towel. Eh, pero, bueno, Molcajete a lo que es ya el día de hoy. I think it's, uh, it's no longer about Gladys and Luis. Yes. Eh, eh, dejó de ser about Gladys and Luis. Like, I think after our first event, when we saw that, holy shit, people did come. Holy shit, brands are happy. And the, at that moment, dejó de ser. Pero, a la misma vez, one of the things that I tell people is, muchas gracias, gracias por, por las flores, no? Gracias por, por los compliments, muchísimas gracias por todo esto. But uh, at the end of the day, Molcajeta Dominguero is as strong as the last person in line. That last, that last brand that gets here and sets up, we're as strong as they are, you know? And I don't want to say as strong as the weak, as the weakest person in your team, because there are no weak people, no? O sea, they have a business already there that proves that they're super strong, no? Yeah. Entonces, I want to say that the, the, desde el primero hasta el último, we are a, a strong community, and we tell this to the brands all the time. Listen, if without the support of, your, of the brands, we would not be here. So this is not a Luis Gladys by any means. This is a team effort. Yeah. Y cuando nosotros empezamos, había brands que llegaban y decían, oye, pero fulanito vende lo mismo que yo. Oye, pero, you know, they have almost my same image. And I would be like, wait, relájate un chingo. Mm-hmm. O sea, how many different ways can you make a, a concha, güey? Good for you. ¿Sí me entiendes? O sea, yeah. no mames. Don't, don't, y de ahí salió un hashtag que yo uso en mi podcast, que es Nos Vemos en el Swatmeet, que se llama hashtag No Seamos Envidiosos. Exactly. Because we all need to be reminded. Mm-hmm. And wait, somos Latinos. Somos Latinos. Y creo que en nuestro DNA, el ser envidioso es part of our cultura. It's part of our cultura. I hate to say that, and I hope that a ton of people disagree, because that just means that the mentality is changing. Pero es parte de nuestra cultura. El ser envidioso. We cannot see somebody else succeed because we're like already jealous. Shit, I want that car. Shit, I want that house. ¿Se me entiendes? Pero, one of the things that we tried to do from the very beginning in Molcajete was to pull everybody up together, right? To say, wait, it doesn't matter that they sell the same thing. Because guess what? There's a reason why you go to any corner in America and you'll find this burger joint, that burger joint, this other burger joint, and that other burger joint in the same corner. People there like to eat burgers. (laughs) And do you think that any one of them was like, hey, listen, I don't want to set up there because that other, my competitor is right across from me, right? No, absolutely not. Se trata de ti, de la persona, del enfoque, de the marketing, de what is that twist that you're gonna give? If this other person sells the same bag that you sell, well, Put it in a nicer bag. Put it in a bag that people want to carry around. Put tissue paper, eh, develop a tag, put a tag on there. Like, make yeah. your brand stand out. Yeah. That's what you need to do. Not worry about, you know, what this other person is, is doing. I think that a lot of people don't realize that that competitive advantage and it actually makes your brand stronger to see, oh, well, they're doing the same thing. Well, nope, I'm going to do something different. How can I be different? doesn't mean you're going to be better than the other person, but different makes you unique. I, I could be a customer that wants to buy something from both of those same shops because they're different. Exactly. Mira, te doy un buen ejemplo. 
and I hate using brands and I hate saying the names out loud because they're not paying me, obviously, and they don't need any more promotion. Pero por ejemplo, si yo voy a Nordstrom's rack yeah. y después voy a la tienda Nordstrom's o voy a Ross, es muy probable que encuentre casi lo mismo, yeah. right? Las mismas marcas. Yeah. Pero si yo voy a, a, a Ross y yo digo Ay, me caga entrar aquí porque hay un desmadre. La gente no pone las cosas en su lugar. And I have to look for things. Yeah, but you're buying it for like 75% off. Yeah. Right? And then I go to Nordstrom's Rack and I'm like, oh, I love this, but I don't, I can't find my size. But then if I go to Nordstrom, I could be like, I need this in this size. And they'll get it for you. I'll pay more for it, right? Yeah. They all sell the same exact same thing. But they all have a different strategy, right? So they all target different demographics. And so that is, I think, one of the things that people need to understand. Que ser Latino aquí en este país is such a great advantage because we are so loyal, one. And two, they, o sea, somos un chingo. Yeah. Somos un chingo. So, you know, we promote other, uh, other events like ours. Um, and people always ask us, why do you do that? And we say, why not? Exactly. O sea, ¿por qué no? As long as it doesn't happen on the same weekend that our events are happening, because then that would be doing a disservice to our brands. Right. But if it's not, we will be more than happy to promote it. Because Molcajeta Dominguero cannot be the only event like this. We need to have this event every weekend in every city because there's enough Latinos to go out to these events and support these amazing brands. Yes, exactly. No me hagas enojar. It's good, get angry. Because that can turn into passion. And you turn in your passion into this. And now it's bigger than you, like you said. Yeah. Right? So that's what happens. It I is. totally do agree that Latinos, we're communal people. And no matter how we interpret business in the business world and that we live, you know, we live here in the USA and we live thrive in capitalism every single day so hey why not us but let's do it our way right it's more than that it's not just why not us pero mira te, te explico una cosa eh, yo le digo a los brands no se dejen regatear do not barter okay no no oye si te compro dos de estos me lo vendes a mitad de precio no 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 se dejen hacer eso because somos bien somos bien ¿Cuál es la palabra? Somos, con, con nuestra comunidad, somos muy ojetes, ¿no? We try to be like, ay, a ver, si te compro dos de estas, me lo dejas a tal precio, o si te compro esto, si te compro el otro, bla, 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 ¿no? But the reality of it is, and for anybody listening out there, or not anybody, but everyone listening out there to this, okay? You have no problem in going to a brand name store. You have no problem in going to the mall. You have no problem in getting your morning cup of coffee. Fill in the blank with whatever brand you're currently buying from, and you have no problem in giving them your money. But guess what? That brand did not think of you when they were doing their marketing, when they were doing that product development. They were not, yet you have no problem. However, you have a problem coming here to an event like this, like Molcajete Dominguero, where every single one of these brands thought about you, mm -hmm. thought about the end consumer, thought about you, thought about uh, what it would mean to you, what it would look like on you, your what lifestyle. your lifestyle, mm -hmm. and it's produced and made by people that look, sound, and think like you. Yeah. 
Why not support that? And it's contributing to their family households. Claro, claro. And not, you know, the pockets of somebody at the top of some corporation. Claro, claro. Yeah. So I'm really, really, really glad you said that. <laughs> I mean, I could talk to you forever about... Sí, ya sé, ya sé. But anyway, so I'm, I'm happy for you to take the time. I'm happy to be here. Gracias and I'm going to start interviewing and highlighting as many as I can, anyone who's willing to share their story here. Perfecto. So here, I'm sitting here with the co-founder of Volcajete Dominguero, Gladys. Yes. Can you introduce yourself? My name is Gladys, and yes, I am the co-founder of Volcajete Dominguero, and I am the owner of uh, G-Soto Designs. So how long have you been doing G-Soto before you went to do Volcajete Dominguero? I started G-Soto in 2015, and Volcajete Dominguero started in 2017. Ah, okay. Yes. So, were you doing it online or just at vendor events? I was just doing vendor events with G-Soto, and um, I, was do I wasn't doing many, I was just doing a couple of them, not like uh, every single month, or it was pretty much like all the big events that I would do, like the Day of the Dead, Cinco de Mayo, because it was really hard to find events. Yeah. And I would go to those other, like, uh, farmer's market or, you know, um, all those other little pop-ups, uh, yes. like Americanos and... It wasn't the same because my product was like, people would look at my product like, what is that? <laughs> not meant for them. Not meant for they them. They were not your target uh -huh. yeah. audience. Yes. yes. So I was telling Luis that I really, really, really admire both of you for you. the impact that you've created, um, not only here in LA, in the Moncajete, I mean, in the vendor community here, but also like, you know, you moved to Northern California, to yes. San Francisco, and... I think you've also inspired a lot of other people to start their own markets. You know, one of my very, very good friends, uh, Lisa, the owner of Postrique, she's also started a Mercado Latinx yes. in Oakland. And not just that, now I, I see, you know, in the suggestion pages and Instagram, <laughs> I see a lot of Mercados everywhere now. I'm like, maybe they were there before, maybe they weren't, but I don't know, for some reason, like... Now they're more that now you can hear more, hear more of it. I, yes. I've noticed that as well. Yeah, yes. and, and that's and great. That's great. It is great. It is great. That's what uh, Luis and I were just talking about. Uh, his hashtag: No seamos en mi uh -huh. right? No, let's let's grow the mission, continue the mission. The mission doesn't belong to just one person. No, no. And it's better because me and my, myself as a brand, I benefit from all these other other events that are happening. So yes. I don't have to only wait for Mulcajete to happen on the third Sunday. I could do any other Sunday with all these other events. So um, to me, it's, it's good. It's good. And that's what we needed. Yeah. Because, you know, we didn't want just to be Mulcajete just to be the only event. For us, when we found out, we weren't envidiosos, like just like he says, nos vamos a ir, so we're like, no way, this is amazing, this is good for everybody, yeah. good for myself, good for him, and I actually like it, and I do attend some of the other events as well. Yeah, so I really, really just love the way that this is like interrupting, it's creating a new cycle, it's interrupting vendor life, yes, right? Yes, it is, it is. For, for the newer generations, for the up-and-coming generations, like yes. just think about... Uh, our children, you know, where are they going to take it? What are they going to do with what it? Is, yeah, exactly. You know, and it's really, I mean, it was just so sad. When I met Luis, um, and I t he actually was just starting to vent, he actually asked me, I'm sure he mentioned to you, he's like, 
what what other events can I can I attend? And, and this was at a day of, of a dead event. Yeah. And I said, you know what? To be honest, there isn't any. And it was just so sad because you know we want to we don't want to just wait for these big events to show our our cultura and what we like and and you know just to have more of this around. So it was just really really sad. What would you like to say to anyone who wants to start their own business or maybe start their own mercado or collaborate with other people? Like, what are some things that have helped you? I know, I know many. Yes, I know many. uh, I, I like to encourage people to start. Don't just think about it. If you have that thought that oh, I want to do something, I say go for it. Go for it because. If you're, if you're just thinking about it and you just hold back, it time's in the past. And we're not getting any younger, <laughs> you know? So you have to just go for it. And don't be afraid to ask questions. Don't be afraid to ask other vendors or other brands that are already there with, with more than 10,000 followers. You know, there, be, there will be some that will not answer. There will be some that won't help you, but that, don't let that stop you. Just keep going. Keep going and find the person that will help you. Because a lot of us are scared. I was scared in the beginning because I didn't know where to go. I didn't have any guidance. It is scary. It's scary. It's yeah. just a completely different world. Like you, you're afraid, is it going to be a good hit? Is it, is it going to work? But everybody's, not everybody likes the same thing. Yeah. You know? So, hay para todos. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And that's something that we don't really uh, talk about, in, especially in the Latinx, Latino, Latina community, you know, is about money. And if you look around, everybody has a tío or a tía or a primo that sells this or yes. does that or, or cooks this or there's restaurants. But it's like, how can we break the cycle of just small little things here? How can we break the cycle and make a bigger impact? And I think that definitely this is one way oh, yeah, of it is. breaking that cycle, making a bigger impact, and really showcasing that we are a community. We're not just all these people, you know, that are brown or that have a similar culture. You know, we are really a community across across the long state that we are of California, across borders, across everything. Like, we are a community, and we all support each other in different ways. And, um, yeah. Yeah, I know. And and, and you have to keep that in mind, too. Like, you have to help each other. We have to, because nobody's going to help us. And especially with the times, los tiempos que hay ahorita, like, we need to stay together. We need to be a community and support each other. Because if we don't, then it's, it's... just gonna be forgotten it's just gonna be gone yeah. so whatever we can do just do it especially if it's something that that embraces your culture yeah and and it's it's like it's amazing to me I love to see all these young like I'm, I'm already I'm older okay? I'm not gonna say my age but I'm older I'm not 35 <laughs> but I love to see all these brands coming in that they're like in their 20s I'm like wow this is amazing because I was thinking, oh, this is going to be forgotten. Like, the pochos are not going to care. Because I, I was born in Mexico. Oh. And I'm like, they're not going to care about our cultura. Nobody's going to love this anymore. But to see all these young brands coming in is just amazing. It's a great I feeling. I've, I've noticed, I've observed that everybody needs to feel a connection to something bigger than, than themselves, than who we are. And our culture is something that connects people, like... It's just like, like I said, across borders or something, and 
when you see something that identifies with you, you just want to be a part of it. And, and yeah, I also admire those young, younger kids. Yes, <laughs> I know. Like, and, and some of them even know more than what, you know, what we know. Like, I love this. This is just amazing. Yeah. So it's, it's great. It's really, it's really, being part of this community here at Moscajete Dominguero, it's such a great feeling. Like, it fulfills, it's a fulfilling feeling, yes. you know, that you just feel so... Like I'm super happy that we did this, and it's the turnout is amazing, and I'm just super happy. Yeah, me too. I'm really happy you all did this. You, you and Luis have definitely inspired me as well. I'm, I'm happy to say that I've quit my day job so that I could pursue my, my mission and my business too, and my podcast as well. And That's great. Yeah, so I'm really happy. And if it weren't for people, it weren't if it weren't for people like you and Luis and other business owners putting themselves out there and also encouraging other people then yes. you know and you know it, it, it sounds easy right I'm gonna quit my job and go I just quit my job in January I missed my monthly check but you know what the passion and I know that this is gonna become something good and being part now like full-time on my Gisoto and I'm also um, I'm, I'm the founder of Chingona Box oh yeah yes. so like all these these brands that we're creating it's amazing because it's, it's fulfilling and now I, I mean at the age that I reach now I'll tell you I just turned 40 40 is the new 20 exactly thank you so I, I'm like you're 40 you're stuck in an office 8 hours and your life is like in your in, in, pretty much in Instagram like I get messages I get orders and I'm like what am I doing here you know so it is a struggle it's not easy and I'm sure you feel the same way but um, it sure is a great feeling to wake up in the morning and look forward to do what you want like yeah it's, it's like that's it the first two or three months that I January February and, and March they were hard and yeah. the adjusting I couldn't adjust to the new schedule at one point I was like what am I doing? I'm, I'm like, um, am I doing this? Is this the right thing to do? What did I do? Should I go back? And then at, at the other point, I'm like, I feel like I'm ditching work. <laughs> it was just so weird, but it's a great feeling. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm right there with you. I'm 37 years old, and that's exactly how I felt too. And yeah. I'm just like relying on other people to pick up my kids and then going home from work late and then just seeing them for like an hour and then getting on video chats and having meetings with people or recording podcasts like at eight nine o'clock at night on a weekday I'm just like I don't this is not the life yeah. I, want, I want and it is so scary but it's, it's really scary yeah. but it's possible <laughs> it's not it impossible it's possible yes so can you tell us a little bit more about your Chingona box and how it works and how people could um, subscribe to it? Sure. Okay. So the Chingona box, it started when I subscribed for a one of those boxes. And I was looking through this box and I was Molcajeto Dominguez already existed at that time. And I saw it and I'm like, okay, none of, this, none of these items relate to me. Like, why am I paying this amount of money for these items that are not, re I don't relate to them. You know, I'm like, okay, these are like top brands. These are like, I don't need this. You know, I could just go walk to Target and whatever. So then I uh, I started thinking, I'm going to start my own. So I started one with G Soto. I started a, um, a Chingona box, but I called it something else. I don't even remember. Just to test it out to see if, if, if the, there was a really a need for it. So 
I put it out there and I started selling a bunch of these little chingona packs of all my brand, like my my um, my designs that have chingona on it, the word chingona. Uh -huh. And I would put like a shirt, a mug, and this and that. And they started selling and selling. I said, okay, there is a need for this. So then after that, I'm like, I'm gonna start a box. I'm gonna test it out. So I bought a couple boxes thinking, okay, the first round, I'm only gonna sell about six. I, I put it out there, I created a page, and then I started promoting it on my Gisoto. Yeah. Next thing you know, the first week I got 26 subscriptions. Oh my god. I was like, oh my god, this is gonna work. So How then exciting. I just I just said, okay, let's do this. So I started and I was working at the time too, full time. So um I kept going and trying to uh, I reached in the first first four or five months I reached a hundred subscribers. Wow. Which is told me something like there is a need for this and in this box what we do is what well, now when I say we because I partnered up with a friend her name is Sochi so she's now the um, co-owner of this box and together we're working on new uh, new like ideas so what we do is we focus on supporting all the Latino um, Latino brands yeah and we don't go with major brands we don't unless you know a good one really like it relates to the box yeah we still haven't gotten there but if one comes in and it relates then we'll use it but right now we're just focusing on all the brands and what we do is we promote them and we try to go look for the ones that are just starting so that we can help them grow and so 60% of the box goes out of state out of California oh wow yes yeah, that's 60% so that tells you like there is a need for this so um, that's pretty much it with the box it's just to support Latino hustlers uh, Latino brands and help them grow, help them get more exposure throughout, and and it's been good for most of them. A lot of them have reported that they've gotten a lot of sales and more followers. So and and like followers from out of state. So it's it's been a good turnout for them. Wow, that's really amazing. That's great. I'm so glad you're doing that. And it just tell you something that 60% of the subscription boxes are outside of California. Yes. That means that they don't have a Morcajete Dominguero no. like this. Or they don't have <laughs> events or places where they could go and get brands like this. Right. So and to, to our surprise, we have about, I would say... 15, 20% in the middle, like in, in central U.S. So oh. that's like, wait, that's kind of weird, <laughs> you know? But there are a lot of Latinos out yeah, in the Midwest, like, there are. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it's amazing. It's really, it's really nice to see what this is turning out to be. And um, now I think we're going now in our two years for Chingona Box. So we're, we're excited. Yay. So where can people find G Soto and Chingona Box? So, um... G Soto, I, I'm on Instagram, uh, so it's under g.soto underscore designs. The Chingona box is under Instagram as well, under, um, what is that little thing called? Arroba. Arroba. Arroba, <laughs> Arroba Chingona box. And we're online for, at gsoto.com and thechingonabox.com. Okay, great. Yes. So everybody, go get your chingona box. <laughs> yes, go get it. You're, you won't regret it. You'll get amazing product. Every, and we have a different theme every month. That's so cool. Yes. I'm going to go get mine. <laughs> and now I'd like to take a little break. I'm very happy that I launched my online school a few months ago this year. The purpose of GM Strategist School is to teach general business concepts with a small business focus and to create strategies with small business owners and side hustlers like you that will help you reach your business goals. Here's a testimonial from someone who took my class a couple months ago. 
I learned so much from taking this course. I learned valuable strategies that I can now apply to my business. I could not have done this on my own. That is why I'm thankful for Giselle who helped me on the spot to figure out my target market. I now know what to do to make my business successful. I learned how to create a marketing strategy step by step. I also enjoyed meeting other small business owners and learning from them. I highly recommend this course. For more information on how to join my online class, please visit GiselleMartin.com or visit my Instagram page at Giselle's World. Thank you. So I have a very, very special guest here, someone who I've been Instagram stalking for a while. Oh, thank you. You're so sweet. <laughs> and um, uh, would you like to introduce yourself? So my name is Melanie Fuentes. I am the founder and CEO of Chiloso Camper. How does it feel to say that? Like the CEO. <laughs> amazing, amazing. Yeah. I never thought I'd be the CEO of anything. <laughs> it's it's been a somewhat of a long, you know, five years. Um, but it feels good. It feels real good. I'm happy for you. Thank you. And I've I've noticed that you've um, shared that you've been on the like the morning news, local yes. news. So I was very blessed to uh, have been invited to Univision by Yarel Ramos um, to basically promote Chiloso Gummy Bear. Uh -huh. And um, after that, it just kind of took off. They invited me again for my, I have another business called So Sweet Candy Buffets, uh -huh. where I do uh, candy buffets for weddings and quinceañeras and stuff. And then just last Friday, I was there again promoting candy buffets. So oh, I've been cool. very blessed, yes. It's so exciting. Thank you. To see the impact that you have on other people and, you know. Um, I think, I don't know if you know my story, but I think what um, what people are most interested in is how I started. And I started all this because of diaper money. Diaper money. I, I, yes. I, I think I have on um, Los Vemos and El Swap Meet. Yes. Yes. But, but please share. Share. So all of this started because I had, I was pregnant with my second child and my daughter was not even two yet. So once my son was born and I had yeah. my two-year-old, diaper I know, money. I know about that life. Yeah, <laughs> so it, money was tight and I needed diaper money. And I've always been somewhat of a crafter, you know, creative, scrapbooking, all this stuff. And I was like, I'm going to start to bake for my family and friends. And I did, and it was a hit. Had my daughter's first birthday. It was a hit. And it was about about four years ago that I was looking for new items to add to my menu. And I came across an old idea, because honestly, this is not my idea. Chili gummies, think about it, Mexican paletas, oh, yeah. you know, it's an old idea. But what I did is I took an old idea and reinvented it and made it my own with yeah. my own unique recipe. Oh, and I started selling to co-workers and it just took off. Yeah. You know, fast forward five years, here I am. Yeah, just yeah. starts one day at a time. Yeah. yeah. So if you uh, could do anything differently in the past five years, what would it be? Not a single thing. Yeah. <laughs> Not a single thing. Because, I love it when people say yes, that. Yes, because I believe that every single step that I took is what led me to where I am today. Yeah, I really, yeah. really believe yeah. that. I totally believe that. It's like the thing. A millisecond off would be completely different, right? Like the butterfly effect? Yeah. Exactly. I exactly. believe that. So what, um, what's next for Chiloso Gummy and the Candy Sweet Buffet? Good question. <laughs> So, um, on a personal level, I went from 
needing it for diaper money to getting out of debt, which I'm now 100% debt free. Yay! Thank you. And my next step now is trying to get a house, which I'm in the process of. I haven't told too many people, but... Um, a few more people will know. Yeah, I, I think Chiloso, for me, has really been about sta stabilizing my personal life. Once that house is bought, I think I will be, you know, where I'm at, where I want to be at, I should say, and then I'm going to open a store. Yeah. Yay! Yay! Yeah, yeah. So, so that that is my dream, is to have a Chiloso gummy bear store. I basically want to be the Latinx version of Seas Candy. <laughs> oh my god. That's what I want to do. Like, Seas Candy Factory is right by my house. And, and you know, they're very exclusive. Like, you yes. can't just go to the store and get Seas Candy. I've been approached by different companies to have my candy in their store, but I want to be exclusive. I want yeah. people to, if you want my candy, you have to come to me. So that's well, my next step. That's part of your brand. Yes, yeah, that's, that's my next step. Living. Fingers crossed. Yay! <laughs> It'll happen. Definitely. You know, this really makes me think about something. Um, the fact that you went from diaper money to buying a house I mean, in five years, amazing, right? That's amazing, and I think that a lot also has to do with your own uh, core beliefs and um, how you were able to create that for yourself and manifest for yourself and not let maybe uh, doubts or self-doubts, like, you know, take over, you know, this, like, you know, the ego, yeah. the, the ego, the self-deprecating beliefs that many of us go through. You know, I think when you have kids, it's easier because my kids motivate me. My kids push yeah. me to want to give them a better life. So for me, it's been, I mean, I'm not going to say it's been easy. Of course, it's been many sleepless nights, you know, many many issues along the way let's just say but I look at my kids and I see what I want for them and that's what keeps me going ah, yeah. I totally understand yeah. I see that too with your yeah. little three ones right yes yes <laughs> I'm like oh, if they only knew what I wish for them yes you know I'm so lucky that my kids because I work from home my kids can actually see what I do yeah and so they know when mommy's working why is mommy working and I ask them because we want a house yeah. so my five and my seven-year-old like they know why mommy does what she does and they say children portray a lot of what they're thinking through drawings when they're that little and I'll never forget my daughter brought a drawing for me and it was my husband my son her three tiny little people and I was the biggest character of all in the front with a crown because I'm the chili gummy queen I'm like you're gonna make me cry stop it <laughs> no. so, so your kids like they see yeah. it whether you don't think or oh stop you're gonna make me cry <laughs> whether, whether you don't think they do no, they, they, they do. know they know that you're doing it for them you know and it's a hard balance, you know, the the mompreneur life, the working full time, the taking care of them, but then also doing chiloso. So it's a hard balance, but it can be done. Yeah, it can. And they'll You're understand living it. Proof. They'll understand it when they're older. Yeah, I was just talking to Gladys. So like, what what is the next generation of Latinx vendors gonna do? You know, and I can't. I you know I can't imagine or. Yeah, I can't imagine what 
children of vendors are going to be able to create and accomplish. Exactly. The every single vendor here that has children is an amazing example. Yeah. You know, especially a lot of them bring their kids. Yeah. And it's like, what an amazing example we are giving to our kids. You know. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like my kids are right here. <laughs> I was just like, yeah. right now. And, and you don't think they're listening and watching, but they are. They yeah. know exactly what mommy's doing. Well, I really, really appreciate you taking the time, and maybe one day we can get a full episode to get more details of your story. I would love to. But, um, you know, you're taking the time right now, but it's because you sold out. You've only I've been here for two, two and a half hours, and you sold out. I did, yes. I'm so very blessed to have such amazing followers. It doesn't matter where I go, they follow me, and they always help me to sell out. You're already, you've already created the exclusivity brand that you've been wanting to build. You've yes. already created it. Ahí la llevo, you know, like it's it's there. You know, it still needs a little more work, but it's there. Yeah, I'm I'm very blessed. I'm very blessed. Well, thank you so much, thank and you. I wish you all the best in the world. Thank really you so too. much. Thank you. Okay, so I'm here with my next guest from Echale Ganas. Do you want to introduce yourself? Yeah, hello. My name is Antonio Banderas from Echale Ganas Apparel. Uh, and I'm out here at Morca de Dominguero, uh, grinding away. How long have you been participating with Morca I've actually been uh, participating with them since the beginning. So back in the warehouse uh, where it was in uh, downtown LA area. So back, it was actually a sauna because it was just super hot. <laughs> No fans. I mean, but it was it was awesome to see because it, so many people that were in there uh, supporting a lot of us brands. Uh, it was it was awesome to see. It. And right from the beginning, you seen something that was huge. So it was, it, the potential was there. And look at this. Look, look at more cases coming out now. So it, it, it's growing, and it, it's because we're all grinding. We're all, it, there's no quitting us. <laughs> How about your business? When did you start? Can you tell us a little bit about what Ganas is about and what do you sell? Yeah, yeah. So, so uh, a, a quick little backstory to Echeleganas. Um, Echeleganas started from me going through some issues back in uh, 2012. I lost my mother to ovarian cancer oh, so uh, on, the, on the 3rd of March. Uh, I, I took some time to go mourn the loss of my mother. The very first day I went back to work. The very first day I went back to work, uh, they laid me off. They said, "They said oh while you while, while you were away, uh, we had layoffs, and, and your name was on the list." Um, and the following month, my daughter was born. So you can only imagine within that two-month time frame, everything that was happening to me. I just kind of didn't know how to react. Like life was hitting me in the face, and, and I didn't know what to do. And uh, it wasn't until a, a good friend of mine. I uh, reached out to me, and he and he he, uh, he he pretty much spoke to me and told me, you know what, you need to snap out of this. Your 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 mother lives through you. You represent her here. So everything that you do from here on out is a representation of your mother. That's so and, powerful. And, and, and it really it really made me think, and it really made all those things that everything that happened within that two month time frame made me think about the time that I'm I'm putting into my dreams, my goals. Like what am I doing? And also trying to bring another source of income because these companies have a they have a hold of you, and yeah. they can care less if, if you're buying a home, they can care less if you're having a baby, they can care less if you're losing somebody in your life. Yeah. They'll let you go because they have to meet the bottom line. Yeah. And it really it just opened up my eyes, and 
This is how Echele Ganas got started. And I said, you know what, I want to start something that's positive, something that motivates people, because I truly believe that everybody has the potential to do something great, as long as you're doing something positive and something that you truly love. So, you know, I do this because it represents my mother, I do this because it represents my community, and I do this because I, I, I truly feel that we all have the ganas inside of us. Yeah. Right? Look at this podcast, right? You're, you're out here echándole ganas. Yeah. You're, you're, you're digging deep. You're going out of your comfort zone to build something. Yes, I am. <laughs> and, and, and believe me, the, 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 all, this, all this happens because you're digging deep because you have that ganas and you, and, and you see something bigger. You see something, you have potential there, right? So that, that, that is echándole ganas and that's what my, my brand represents. That's why, that's why I'm out here grinding. You know, I'm, 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 I'm not just trying to sell a shirt. I'm trying to sell a message. So it, it's something that a I... A lifestyle. A lifestyle. It, it, and it truly is. You see people out here hustling. Every, everybody right here is touching the ganas. Yeah. You know, uh, you can be driving down the street and see people selling flowers or uh, uh, nieve or yes. whatever, whatever. Like, they're hustling. They, they, they have a purpose. Yeah. And, and they're, they're really trying to make it. They're touching the ganas. Yeah. If you can have that mindset, the, the sky's the limit. The yeah. sky's the limit. There's no, there's no stopping you. That's uh, great. Uh, <laughs> How long have you been selling? Actually, Anna, uh, so back in 2015 is when I started putting the, this uh, this product out there. It, okay. it, it was more, uh, I was trying to provide like a proof of concept, right? So I, was yeah. try, I wanted to see how it was, uh, kind of testing the waters. And, and uh, I put my logo on a, a few t-shirts and I got 300 bucks and I said, let's go. Yeah. And, and uh, I put it on Facebook and I, I, did, an, I did an event. And luckily, it went well, and, and uh, people really enjoyed it. And then uh, I keep reinvesting the money. And then I did hats, and that did really well, and I sold out. And then uh, I started doing other 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 items. I uh, started doing beanies, and it kept going pretty well. And I started doing women's uh, shirts, women's tank tops, and that did really well. So back in 2015 is when it all started. Just started with one thing. That's what I love about uh, Latinx, Latina, Latino entrepreneurs. Like, you don't need to write a whole big 20-page business plan. You don't need to go get like $20,000 loan. No, 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 no. $300 and an idea and ganas. That's all you need. That's all you need. Start small. Everybody, everybody waits till it's perfect. You can't wait till it's perfect because no. there's never a perfect time to start no. something. And, and I, you know, it wasn't until I just said, you know what, I'm just gonna put this idea out there and I'm just gonna see how it goes. Yeah. And sure enough, I mean, it, it's been good and I, I keep, I continue to grow. And, and what keep, continues to motivate me is, when people out of state that don't know me are buying my product, I'm like, wow. Like, just anybody in general that doesn't know me. You're making an impact and, on and their lives. People are able to relate to it. And, and yeah. I, I believe everybody has this message. They connect with Dutch Ganas because they heard it through their family, they heard it through their mom or their dad. And that's all you need is like, if you if you have that idea, that idea was put, planted in your head for a reason. Yes. So just try it. Yes, I totally believe that too. It's like, it's not just an idea. Some people are like, ah, it's just an idea. No, it's not just an idea. Nope. I really think like that message or idea came to you for a reason. Oh, yeah. Because you, only you 
have the ability or the power or whatever, you know, whatever it is that you have yep. to make it happen. No, nobody else is going to have these ideas but you. Yeah. And, 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 and even if people don't agree or even if people don't believe in it, you'll never know unless you try. Yeah. And, and once you try it, and you, you, can, you can test your own data and you say, okay, how did it do? Yeah. You know, what did people say? And you can truly ask yourself, like, did I give it 100%? Did I really try? Because a lot of people, when they try, they, they put one foot in, one foot out, and it's like, you gotta go all in. Because until you're all in, that's when you really know, okay, I gave it my yeah. all, it, it either worked or it didn't work. Yeah. And then you, and then you, then you, then you decide to, whether to continue to go or you stop, right? So, it, you just gotta try it, that's it. Just yeah. the water. Right? Echale ganas and go. Exactly. exactly. Like this podcast? Uh-huh. Same thing, right? You're, you're, you're out there putting yourself out there? Hey, keep doing it. Yeah, keep doing you. it, right? Thank you. Continue to spread that message. <laughs> Thank you, I will. <laughs> and where, um, where can people buy your hats, t-shirts, mugs? So, so if, you, if you're on Instagram or Facebook, you can go to Instagram, go to echale underscore ganas. Uh, or if you're on Facebook, go to Echele Ganas Apparel, uh, or facebook.com slash Echele Ganas Apparel, or even go to my website, Echele Ganas Apparel.com. You can find me there. So stop by, send me a message, and let me know what you guys think. And you uh, sell online and at vendor events? You got it. Yep, okay. Yep. Uh, so you, you can reach out to me, send me a direct message. I always, I always respond. And uh, yeah, I have hats, I have dad hats, I have snapbacks, t-shirts, tank tops, I have coffee mugs, pins. Uh, so yeah, so just uh, stop by and let me know, you know, uh, what, what you guys like and uh, yeah, we'll connect online. Or stop by one of these uh, Morta de Dominguero events. And, uh, or even I do Mercado Downey, so. Oh, cool. Yeah, so I try to go out there too, so try to do different events here and there in the city. Yeah. And even go up north to San Francisco, so if you go to Morta de Dominguero uh, in San Francisco, I try to make it out there too, so stop cool. by. And if anybody ever wants to speak to or message Antonio Banderas, he's right here. Just do it. <laughs> yeah, just do it. You, you, you want the real deal. I'm, I'm right here. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the real Antonio Banderas. <laughs> No, thank th- you. Th- thank you for having me on the show. And uh, yeah, you guys have a good one. Enjoy. Okay, so I'm here with another vendor, and I actually just stopped by and I saw this question Is turmeric the natural remedy of the century? And I love turmeric, so it definitely attracted me to come here and introduce myself to Eric. So, can you introduce yourself and your business, and what is this, and what do you do? Of course, of course. So, I sell loose leaf cheese and herbs and superfood powders. The turmeric is a blend I like to make. And it's, mi- it's mixed with turmeric, Ceylon, cinnamon, and ginger. So people use this for an herbal remedy that's been known to help out with arthritis, inflammation, aches and pain, diabetes, cholesterol, digestive issues. The good thing about the gold milk blend is you can mix it in anything you want. Smoothies, uh, juices, or just make a simple tea if you like to. I love this. I love turmeric and cinnamon and ginger. Mm-hmm. I actually like use these essential oils and put them in my drinks. But this powder is so convenient and... Yeah, it's yeah. Easy. yeah, it's super convenient, like you just said. You just grab a teaspoon and you just mix it in anything you want. It's powder, so it's really easy to dissolve, too. So what's the name of your business? My The name of my business is Clarity, and it's just me and my wife. We just do uh, teas and herbs. I thought about this idea for a while uh, so far, and it's just, you know, telling people about that there is natural remedies out there. Yes. Yeah, so people, that's what people want to know, and most people don't... 
don't exactly know where to get it. So that's why I just came here. You know, more cajete no me I'm so happy you're doing this. Thank you. Like, thank I'm you. so happy because I love tea. I I love tea. I love natural remedies. Like when my kids get sick, like the first thing they'll ask me is for tea or essential oils. Right. Because that's right. what I. And that's how it should be I too. Yeah. 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 And so tell us a little bit more about the other teas that you have. I see you have like blends here. You yeah. blend them yourself. Yeah. You... It's uh, me and my wife that does it. She does all the sourcing. It's all organic. Hundred uh -huh. percent organic. We oh, try good. to get the best product possible. Like. We have blends that have been known to help out with detoxing your liver, your kidney, your blood, which is simply, that's probably the most popular one. Yeah. Or something simple like you said, for like when you're sick, allergies, asthma, yeah. good for insomnia, stress, anything to get you through the whole day, we have it. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. This is good. How long have you been doing this? We've when been, did you create we, Clarity? We did this about a year ago, but I've been doing this for about my whole life because my parents introduced me to all the, all the teas and herbs. Yeah? Mm-hmm. And where would they go to buy things like that? Where they go to like a like a, a Mexican produce store or a mercado or something? Th that's funny. They would go to their backyard because <laughs> oh, they would grow, they would no, grow that's it. The yeah, best yeah, place. yeah. They would grow it. So um, my parents are actually from uh, Oaxaca, Mexico. Oh, okay. So that's what, what they do. They don't use any medication. They to cure themselves. They just use a little bit of herbs here and there. So that's how I got it. I, and I just noticed when, once I get once I got older that most people don't do that. Yeah. Yeah. Most people do like uh, medicine and, you know, I just wanted to tell people that there is, you know, natural remedies out there. Yeah, I don't, I don't really like, I don't like medicine mm -hmm. or anything. I, I remember when I was like three years old, I, <laughs> I used to take those Flintstone vitamins. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh I remember that. I kind of like... Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't want to say I overdosed on gummies, but, like, no. I took so many that, like, I was, like, jumping up and down, and yeah, my mom, yeah. I remember going to the emergency room and mm. drinking some nasty stuff, oh, and yeah, yeah. my mom said that yeah. all I was just, like, jumping around, running around, going, candies, 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 and I'm like, oh, That's my so God. Funny. Oh, <laughs> like, my gosh. But, yeah, for... For my kids, it's like completely different. Right, like, and that's what we, we should be. Essential oils at home, right? And we drink tea for anything, or mm -hmm. you know, natural remedies. And right. We don't want to put anything that's like filled with chemicals in our body right, right, for a right. long period of time because right. it's just not. Your body doesn't need it. Yeah. Yeah. This, uh, like it goes back to like hundreds and hundreds of years. This, this, this is the way it should be. Yeah, see, yeah. thousands of years, yeah. too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I've been to Oaxaca. I actually stayed there for a few months. Okay. I worked, um, I actually did my internship abroad. Like, wow. like if people do study abroad, uh -huh. I did my internship abroad in Oaxaca. Okay. Um, I stayed in the city of Oaxaca, and I worked with the Mujeres Artesanas oh, okay, de okay. las Regiones de Oaxaca. Mm -hmm. I worked there at that store. Mm -hmm. And that's when I learned about a cooperative store and oh my god I just like fell in love with a completely different business model because I was going to school for business right but I learned about a completely different business model in Oaxaca you know in a different country and awesome. yeah really uh -huh. yeah and that's just great it's it's I guess kind of similar to the Moncajeta Don Miguel store where like a whole bunch of different vendors come together to sell their um other items in one place yeah exactly you do see a lot of that in Oaxaca and that's why it's so beautiful it still keeps you know to its roots it's just very very indigenous it's very very nice very beautiful yeah uh -huh. yeah so 
I'm so happy that you and your wife are doing this. Where mm -hmm. can people find you? How could they how could they buy your teas and your wonderful products? So you could go online um, to see where we're at at claretteas.com. And we mostly do farmer markets throughout the whole tea, uh, throughout the whole week. So we're like at several farmer markets throughout the whole week. We do a lot of hospitals. So we're like at Kaiser uh, a lot throughout the whole week. But mostly at farmer markets or first and third Sunday of every month with more guy than on the ghetto. Oh, yeah. Cool. Well, keep doing what you're doing, and um, hopefully more and more people will start buying, you know, teas from you and reaping the benefits of natural remedies. Of course. All right. awesome. <laughs> nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, too. I have another guest here. Um, you want to introduce yourself and your business and what you sell? Yes, of course. My name is Rolando Rubalcava. I am with Pipiripao Clothing Brand. We sell a um, clothing, t-shirts, tank tops, hats, accessories like uh, stickers, posters, and uh, pins. And we're always kind of bringing in new merchandise into our brand. And can you please explain who does this artwork? Because the colors, the art, the designs, they're so beautiful, they're so unique. Um, who are you? Thank, thank you. Uh, the artist, the designer is my brother, which is Heriberto Rubacaba. He, he's been sketching, designing since he was a kid, so this comes naturally to him. Um, it's so the, beautiful, the colors, everything. I love it. Yeah. Yes, thank you. Thank you. The, the, the uh, concepts, um, he comes up with the concepts. We brainstorm on how we can improve it, and he uh, finalizes the final um, design with and he plays around with the colors and whatever uh, just fits the, the mood of the design. That's great. How long have you been selling? We've been selling since 2011. We kind of launched the, the brand in 2007, but in officially we launched it in 2011. So since then, we've been uh, different events from uh, Oxnard to LA to San Diego, and recently up in Sacramento, San Francisco. Oh, cool. That's cool. Definitely. And you you, you have an online store and you send vendor events? Yes, we are online at pipidipao.com. Um, how do you spell that? Of course, good question. Uh, so pipidipao, you spell it P-I-P-I-R-I-P-A-U. Where did that come from? Well, the word, it is it varies from different locations. In Brazil, it's named after a river. And Argentina, I believe, is named after a street. But where we got it from was from a, um, where we adapted it from a song from Mexico back in the 80s. There was a song called Pipiri Pao. And what the song referenced to was pretty much any guy, doesn't matter, good looking, bad looking, can get any girl. But what we did, we kind of uh, modernized that name and kind of made it to where it means it doesn't matter your social, physical, economic uh, situation, you could be your best self regardless of any of that. Yeah. Yeah, to be Definitely. your best self. I love that. Definitely. So your um, your products are for men and women. Correct. And I am so happy because my husband bought me a t-shirt. He told me, I'm like, oh my god, yay. <laughs> so cute. <laughs> so um, can you tell us some of the designs? Share with people. What are the designs? What are they inspired yeah, definitely. So the designs, the majority of the designs, um, they stem from our Mexican culture because 
we grew up with the cultura, with the, with the music, with the food. Our parents are from over there, so we grew up on that. And we watched the, the movies of Antonio Aguilar, Vicente Fernandez. Uh, so a lot of the designs like uh, Charrascado, Gabino Barrera, Adelitas came from that, mm -hmm. and this, which are some of our popular designs. And um, so we like to bring in our culture and kind of modernize it with a, with a twist to our, um, I guess, to our local and uh, LA-based um, community. Yeah. They're so pretty. Thank you. Like, they're seriously different. Like, okay, I I know a lot of people who own t-shirt businesses or clothing companies, but I know that they're really popular. But at the same time, like everybody wears clothes, <laughs> and everybody's always looking for the new, unique thing. And your yours are so unique, and the message behind it, and just the, the artistry, like it really is like art mm -hmm. on a t-shirt. Definitely, yes, yes, definitely. And uh, we, we like to not only uh, put the uh, the design on t-shirts or prints, but we also like to do more with them. So every time we come up with a new design, we like to see how we could uh, uh, connect it with people. So usually we come up with a video That's related great, yeah. to the design and just uh, have it tell a story so you can better communicate to the viewer and connect with the with the audience. That's what people just want to make a connection with something. Yes, and correct. That's really great that you're doing that. Definitely, thank so, you. Yeah, so I, I applaud you. Thank you for taking the time to sharing a little bit about your story. And so the owners are you and your brother? Yes, correct. Yes, me and my brother, Eriberto Ruacaba. Uh, we, yeah, we've been kind of playing around with the creative field for a while. We to figure out how we could uh, um, kind of make a living off of the art that we do. So this is when we launched uh, the teacher brand. So from there, we're kind of still working at it, kind of figuring out the kinks. But um, today we're at Morcajete and um, just trying to get to another level where we can improve ourselves. That's good. You're yeah. living, breathing proof of your brand and your the message of BPD Pau. Thank you, yes, yes. Appreciate it, definitely. So people can find you on Instagram and online. Online, yes. Yes, you, you, can, you have an online store. You we, can uh, buy online as well. Yes, we have an online store at bpdbao.com and some stores in uh, Ball Heights, Mocajete store, and uh, La Catrina in Ventura. We, they carry our stuff. Oh, good. And they can always find us at different events throughout California. Okay, cool. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Okay, so I'm sitting here talking to, you know what, I don't even know your name. We've been talking for like the past five minutes and like oh. I feel like you're like my cousin or something now already. We know so much about each other. But... Stop it. <laughs> Introduce yourself, please. So, uh, my name is Daisy Serrano and I'm a co-owner or owner of Milpa Grill, which is a restaurant in Boyle Heights on Cesar Chavez and Mott. And the main idea and its concept is on the Milpa, which is a Mesoamerican staple crop. So... That's it. <laughs> yeah. And how long have you been doing this, Daisy? So, you know what, the restaurant has been open for a little bit over a year as well. So not too far from where you yeah. uh, how you started and um, but it's uh, it's definitely gonna it's a new concept. We wanted to start it in Boyle Heights, give um, healthy food and make it ex um, you know, just I don't wanna say cheap but made it affordable for the community as well and to have that option that hey there's also healthy, you don't have to be eating the same thing over and over again. 
Yeah. Because of all the health issues too, you know. So. So, uh, can you share what your what's on your menu here today at Montaje de Dominguero? Yeah. So today we brought uh, potato taquitos. We brought cheese enchiladas, all made with uh, organic tortilla from a kernel of truth organics which is they make some awesome tortillas and uh and that's it so we have it's gonna be a small menu it's a first morcajeto so we definitely wanted to test waters before coming in but it's i think the atmosphere the people and it definitely makes it what it is yeah uh and i think that's what people come you know and, and like it so I'm, I'm excited we're happy to be a part of it and what do you have on your menu at, at the restaurant? Yeah. yeah. So it's it's definitely want to concentrate on having a small menu, not that many options, but definitely make sure they're good. Uh, but you're looking at milpa bowls, the taquitos, enchiladas, street tacos. Wait, what's a milpa bowl? So milpa bowl, dun, dun, dun. <laughs> it's our it's our signature dish, right? So back in the day, or what it is now, milpa is. Um, the corn, the squash, and the beans, and so that's what we incorporate now on the bowl. And uh, and then you know we do the black beans, grilled corn, the grilled veggies with the grilled chicken, and so that kind of makes it the bowl. Oh. Okay, so I got some tacos de papa. What is this dish? So that's taquitos de papa. So you have the garnish would be your cabbage, uh, gotija cheese, sour cream, pico de gallo, everything handmade. And they're um, blue corn tortillas. It is blue corn tortillas with the pickled onions. So that's kind of kind of it. So we do those actually on Tuesday. Taquitos Tuesday. So you ever in the area, everybody? One dollar taquitos uh, on Tuesdays. So. Okay, so I'm gonna keep eating these for the rest of our interview. So you can just talk while I eat these because they're so <laughs> delicious. And you know what? These pickled onions are so good. You don't see that really at like restaurants, yeah. or at least I don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, definitely. I mean, I think it's it's. Um, I've probably seen them in about two, three places, but. No, and you know what I think I am definitely proud of is that we make everything in-house um, from the soups, from the salsas, from your pico, everything's handmade, so it's not like we're using a machine or anything to do it. So, um, but yeah, I think that's why maybe people like it and, and enjoy it. so good. So, I appreciate, no, I appreciate that. It's like going to my tia's house and eating tacos de papa. Oh, my <laughs> so good. I know, I know. You can go around with taquitos de papa there. We can make them uh, vegan friendly if necessary as well. So you can, you know, that's what we get a lot of. We get a lot of people coming in. Some like meat, some don't, and that's okay. And that's why we decided to, hey, everything that we have should have a vegan option. So that includes the soups, that includes the salad, everything else. So it's fun. And who, you said you're the co-owner, right? Yeah. Who is your co-owner? So the other uh, owner would be, his name is Dan Torres. Uh, he's a, he's an older gentleman. He grew up in Boyle Heights, uh, then left, and then uh, decided to come back and, and open something up for, for Boyle Heights for the same reason that he saw, hey, there's the same type of food everywhere you go, and people are leaving Boyle Heights to just eat something healthy, and it's almost like a fair. Yeah. And and um, and they shouldn't have. <laughs> they should have. Um, yeah, they should have just that option and, and be accessible. So yeah. I read an article about Boyle Heights. Like some of my best friends live there right now. They're uh -huh. teachers um, that I went to college with. But I read an article about that about Boyle Heights and the whole gentrification. I mean, it's happening everywhere yep. where I live. I'm, I'm from the San Francisco Bay Area. It's happening a lot. Yeah. In the Mission District in San Francisco and Oakland too. But 
I was really inspired by all of the Latinx, Latino, Latina, young, young people right. coming into Boyle Heights and starting up businesses there and saying, well, <laughs> there's an older generation of business owners that are getting, like, I guess, like, pushed out, kind right. of. No, and, and I, I, I agree, and I think that's why I'm, I'm as much, um, so my, my idea is, yeah, you know, we have the restaurant, we have social media, maybe we're a bit more up to date, but at, at the same time, you have to help everyone else in, like, my neighborhood, you know, my neighbors and everything, so I always go out to them and support them, hey, if you need business cards, if you need me to help you with Instagram, whatever it is, we will do it, but it's, you know, I, I think you have to elevate, you have to push Boyle Heights and elevate and just be, be bigger than what this gentrification movement is and once we become bigger as, as a whole then gentrification is nothing and if it does come his guess what we're not going to get touched by it or, or anything yeah. like that so but it's but that's the thing right it's really hard for the señoras and the señoras to understand that that's why it's called a movement because <laughs> yeah. it brings people together and yeah. move things exactly so yeah. that's that's what we're hoping for so we're we're creating this network and hopefully we can help all these businesses with the chamber of commerce Royal heights and other key players that um Maybe we can teach everyone, hey, this is what we need to do for the next level. Because, so, you know, it's, it's hard to stop gentrification, right? Or this movement or, or yeah. whatever it is. And, it's and not it's, impossible, though. Yeah. But, I mean, if it does come, it's like, how are you How are you prepared as a business to stay? Yeah. And so that's what, like, okay, let's help each other. And that's really the plan. It really is. I love it. <laughs> I love it. So, okay, so what's, where are you located? What's your address? Yeah. Do you have a, a do you do catering? Um, we do. So, yeah, no, it's, uh, we're located on Cesar Chavez and Mata block away from, uh, or two blocks away from Soto. Uh, and then, yeah, we do caterings, we do lunches, we work a lot with the nonprofits. Um, we have the restaurant there. We're open from 11 to 5 and then 11 to 7, depending on the weekend. It's a good song. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, no, but no, yeah, we're there. And then stop by, there's an Instagram as well. So it's at Milbug Grill. You can follow us there to take a look at the photos of, uh, of the food uh, or anything that's happening. We're closing early, whatever. We'll post it there in case there's something something comes up. But, no, I appreciate you having me. I appreciate you sharing and making some really, really, really delicious tacos. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate Are that. Are you the chef? Who's the chef? So we, we had a professional people that helped us out. And I think at this point we modified. Like the enchiladas is definitely a recipe that we came up with within the, the kitchen. And what I mean within is... My señoras and I, we all got together and made this recipe, and so, oh, yeah. Cool. So they're, they're a great part of me. It's all female so far as female staff. Uh, not that I'm against males, but it's just how it happens. Yeah. Um, and it's my señoras, and I think that's another thing of mine. It's like you want to empower them because as señoras, believe it or not, they've been home a lot. Yeah. And there's this machismo, right? That they're like, okay, you're going to be home, you're going to do everything else. And I see them tired, like, I have to go home and cook, you know? And it's like, no, you don't always have to do that. Yeah. It's okay to have your own time and self-care. So, I'm so it. happy that you're spreading wonderful, positive messages. We need to. Yeah. We need to. Be kind, I swear it's, it's, it's yeah. And people see that word, like I could be extra kind to someone and it's like, are you like, are you being fake? I'm like, no, it's just generally like, that's how we should be. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that so unfortunate that yeah. being kind is seen as weird? Yeah. 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 Like, what do you want back? Like, nothing, like it's genuine, we really want to help you. <laughs> you know, yep. just, but I get it. That's how just how like everything in the environment has put us to think, right? Like, if I'm going to give you something, you have to give me something back. Yeah. Like, no, not always. Yeah. So, well, 
Thank you so much for sharing. And everybody, go to Mita Grill because these are so good. So. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Relate and Elevate. Find me on Instagram and Twitter at Giselle's World and on Facebook at GM Strategist. Make sure to visit my website, GiselleMartin.com. And please, please rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. Hope you have an amazing day. Bye.